Welcome to the Proclaim Columbus podcast. We are on a mission to equip people throughout the diocese to be missionary disciples. Oh, but um, when you're talking about still, sorry, yeah, record because my voice is back now. Yeah. But it reminds so I was I was a full time missionary with St. Paul's Outreach the year that I was out of college because I was I was a I mean I grew up Catholic but then in college I started to uh, veer off but then took a hard turn right back to Christ basically and when I was a missionary one of the biggest things I learned is that you're not actually the one converting anybody it's God working through you and just to have that confidence like you were talking about um, that's what spoke to me a lot because um, I remember there were times when I would try so hard to say no like to to basically argue with somebody no 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 you understand this is this is what God is to you and everything. But the times where I, I basically just I mean, shut up and listen to them and their stories, that's when like things would just kind of come out. I remember it was a beautiful conversation. Like this, this guy was like, I was an atheist. I think I'm a Christian. My faith is very paper thin, but it's there. And I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. But I would have never have gotten to that point with him if I was just like, you know, just putting everything, like, all the things that I learned and was all excited about on that. But since I, like, was listening, like, just be so confident. This guy is obviously figuring out things right now. Then he told me this stuff and then other stuff, and then now I know he's a practicing Catholic. And yeah, so. Going out, I mean, going out to other people, but it, the whole thing is, like, I didn't do anything, you know. It was just, it was just God working through me, so. Mm-hmm. Those are the best parts. When we're open. And sometimes we think, why would he use me? He created us, you know, so he gave us the gifts, and um, that's, yeah. If we aren't in prayer with him and listening to him, it's hard to have the confidence. Or if you don't have someone like Father Ricardo, I have so many Father Ricardoisms, you know, just from listening to Christ is the answer and all the things over the years that, and of course, hanging out with Father Dave is always a plus. They they were in seminary together. Oh, that's why. <laughs> it makes sense, right? And, yeah, and they were actually getting in trouble together, which is really I, hilarious. They always have a good time. One thing that I love about both of them is that they know how to play. And it is so important for us to know that we can relax and play. And um, Father Dave always takes his day off. He always takes vacations to recharge because he goes hard. <laughs> yeah. And um, I admire that in them because it's easy just to keep going and not stop for to smell the roses you know yeah i think especially in today's day and age burnout is getting so specifically also like within like priests um in many dioceses across Mm -hmm. the nation and world but i think just like within people i think i heard a term the other day of like covid burnout of like i'm so tired of being tired Mm. and i'm so tired of just like going and going and going it's like okay in the last three years, have I taken time to, like, you know, be in community? Not really. So it's like, let's let's get back out into the world and yeah, let's, right. you and know. I, yeah, I think the burnout comes from thinking it all, re- all depends on us. 100%. And it doesn't. Like, like Andrea was saying, it is the Holy Spirit. And Liz and I were talking about this earlier. Things go wrong. And I used to be so worried. I wanted to fix everything. I wanted to make sure that I had all these safeguards in so that everything would go perfectly. And it really goes better 
<laughs> when it doesn't go perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when you anticipate that, it's like, of course things are going wrong. Mm-hmm. The evil one doesn't want this to go well. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. God's going to reroute <laughs> right. it. Yeah. Whatever. You know, yeah. it's like, and he always redeems it. Like yeah. if it's not exactly right, he'll redeem it. He will find a way as long as we're, we're trusting in him. And it, it's great to like father Dave, he, I know he's got my back. So if it goes wrong, I don't have to worry about it because he'll help me fix it. He won't call me out. He'll call me on. Yeah. I love, and at Franciscan, we always had a term of, there's a difference between calling out and calling on. Mm-hmm. Calling out makes you feel alone and scared and vulnerable, but calling on makes you feel empowered and just better Absolutely. than yes. <laughs> other yes. ways. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and I, I've, since I've been at St. Francis, I have brought in a number of healing ministries, Unbound, um, Healing the Whole Person, Unveiled, Undone is coming next year. And um, I could see that there was healing that needed to happen in, in the community. And of course, we had great participation, but I didn't realize I needed the healing. Mm-hmm. And so when Jesus said to me, I want to heal you, I'm like, what? What do you mean? Yeah. Like, what? What? what are you what talking do you mean? about? I'm good. What are you talking about? Good? Running so, all the things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so finally, I had to learn about it. And I realized I'd been living out of a wound for many years that I'd I didn't think it was a wound, but it made me a perfectionist. It made me want to do things. Ex- I said, you're not supposed to be mediocre, yeah. but you're also not supposed to always have your <laughs> your hands clenched and your teeth grinding. Yeah. And, you know. And so it gave me this freedom. It's hard work, but oh, the freedom is so worth it. And yeah, it's, it's so much more joyful yeah. to be in ministry now that I've accepted that healing yeah. from Jesus. When you talk about COVID burnout, the one of my... Well, I have a lot of favorite things from COVID. Um, <laughs> I actually enjoyed some of the like quieterness of it. I loved like but, March to May, I'll yeah. be honest. But the one thing I did, um, it was Tina, when you guys brought Healing the Whole Person to St. Francis to Sales, I signed up online and I was debating, do I want to go in person? Do I want to go online? And I live just far enough. I'm like, mm, I think I'll just do it online. It was incredibly powerful because... Because I did it alone, I was able to let my guard down and I just like listened to Sister Miriam and listened to Bob and listen, you know, and, and all the things and and I was able to just like break down and ugly cry and like go into those places where I'm like, there's a big wound here. And I remember thinking afterwards, I don't know, just because of my role and everything that I do, if I could have done that in a room full of people. And so I felt so blessed by that. Um and I would wait, like my family would go to bed, and um, I would actually sit in my bed with headphones and my laptop, and my husband would wake up every so often. He's like, are you okay? Do you need anything? I'm like, I'm good. Go back to sleep. It's fine. I'm healing over here. And he's like, okay, let me know if I can help, you know. Um, but it was so good, and it was so needed, and it came at just the right time. So God's timing. for that. God's yeah. timing is always perfect. It's always perfect. And he'll, he'll use whatever we give him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in any situation, too, because... And similarly, I um, I was too busy. I'm putting air quotes up for everybody that's listening. <clears throat> I was too busy to be like, in, in my parish, they have alpha, to be an alpha leader. And I was asked like the year before and everything. I was like, ah, you know, I got, I got young kids and all this kind of stuff. But then COVID happened and it was kind of like, well, don't really have an excuse. <laughs> and so I'll now. do it. And then, but through that, I mean, it was all through like Zoom or 
whatever. And it was like, there were conversations that we had with people that probably never would have had. Some people were there that were a little bit more introverted that probably would not have signed up originally. And God worked in all those lives. I remember we had like, like, you know, what's usually like the big prayer um, weekend and everything, but we had it like online and it was beautiful. Like people like just sharing and praying and seeing God work and people, people like breaking down with beautiful tears and everything like that. And I was just like, wow, God can literally work through everything, even technology. Even sometimes we had sessions where the audio wasn't working for like the first 10 minutes and we couldn't figure it out. We had to sign on, sign back in. It was like, no, <laughs> God's going to work tonight. So yeah. the Holy it, Spirit yeah. is on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember, Liz, when we were on an alpha call with someone and you, I maybe I shared what you shared with me. And please share, um, you had two people that were from India, maybe, oh, or yeah. from different... I love this story. Yes, this tell is, us. Okay, no, this I haven't heard it. One of my best alpha stories. Um, so, <laughs> so we, <laughs> let's see, how did this happen? Okay, the first weekend of COVID, um, we decided to start a family rosary at our house and just pray the rosary as a family. Well, we also had two teenagers, and they're like, how long are we doing this? And we're like, forever, or till the end of COVID, you know? And so by like night three, we started inviting our parish and we opened it to just whoever wanted to join. So we had um, this crew of people that just logged on to Zoom seven o'clock every night. We prayed the rosary. They're still doing it to this day. There is still a small oh, group beautiful. all these years later. What are we almost three years out now? Yeah, March will be three. Yeah. And, and even like I can't be there every night, but my husband does it and these people log in and they all pray the rosary. Anyway, um, sometime in May, a young woman from India joined our rosary Zoom. And we were like, oh, hi, where are you from? What's going on? She's like, well, I live in India and I couldn't sleep. So I Googled rosary online and I found your church. Can I pray with you guys? And we were like, of course, you know. (laughs) And then we, you know, so she's praying with us every night. And then we said, oh, we're going to do an online women's Bible study. And she's like, can I join? We're like, of course, you know, because she's like, I have nothing to do and I'm stuck in my house, you know. And so we would compare notes like what's going on in India with COVID shutdown. And she's like, well, we're allowed to buy milk now. We couldn't do that last week, but this week we can. And we're like, wow, okay. So it was, it was fun to just like, <laughs> yeah. what's, what's going on True the other stuff. side of the world, you know? Um, and then we ran an alpha that summer on Zoom, and she joined us. And um, then we started another alpha that fall, and she said, can I come back and can I invite some friends? I'm like, yeah, that's the whole point, you know, invite people to do alpha. So, um, so we're doing our alpha, and we get to the prayer um, ministry week of alpha and um, – and we have a woman at our parish who prays in tongues. And um, and I said to the group, I said, just so you know, this person will probably pray in tongues. She frequently does when we pray. Um, so, you know, just kind of heads up. So we did our prayer. I think we structured it like like I started something. I, like, opened the prayer. And then um, this other, the woman prayed in tongues for the for for people. And then someone else kind of closed up the prayer. So, so that was kind of our pattern. And there were maybe 12 of us or so on the Zoom call. So we just went person by person. We just like said their name and prayed for each one. Um, and then afterwards, we opened it up just for some discussion of, you know, well, what did you think? How did that go? And people were sharing, you know, how touched they were and, um, and how great it was. And then the, the one young woman from India said, can I say something? And we said, yes. And she said, um, you were praying in Hindi. Part of your prayer was in Hindi to the woman who was praying in tongues. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, like, 
you know, so I'm like, well, what'd she say? And she said, um, what I heard was, you can translate it two ways, but it translates into um, either mercy or forgiveness. And you prayed that for each person. And you said other stuff, you know, like she didn't understand everything um, that the woman was saying, but she said, I understood that for every single person. And we were like, wow. <laughs> and then what, what the other people on the call didn't know, and especially the young woman from India didn't know, is that the woman who prayed in tongues, she had shared this with me after one of our alphas a couple years earlier, you know, um, and she said, I... I was given the gift to pray in tongues when I was much younger, like in my 20s, and I was praying to the Lord, um, and I was nervous that I would commit some kind of unforgivable sin, and I was praying to the Lord and begging the Lord not to, not to let me commit some unforgivable sin where I could never be forgiven, and she said, then suddenly I started praying in tongues, and so I'm like, okay, so like 40 years later, because somebody wanted to pray the rosary in India and decided to say yes to some of the things that we were doing through our parish during COVID, was able to translate for this woman her prayer that she was praying 40 years earlier, that what she was praying for each person was mercy and forgiveness, and that's what she was begging the Lord for all those years earlier. So and so when you like see all the dots connected, it's like that is overwhelmingly beautiful that the Lord literally can work under any circumstances and that our time and his time, you know, like that was a long time mm -hmm. and, and he's done a lot of good things, you know, with all of these people along the way. Um, but it was incredible to just kind of see that loop kind of close a little bit um, for her just to, thinking to of that hear scripture that answer yeah. where they all heard in their own language. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. Pentecost, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's like that scripture happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. It happened. Internet. Yeah. <laughs> Acts 2023. Yeah. Oh, she's got it. <laughs> no, then no. I was just saying like the year 2023. Oh, there right. you go. Yeah. Oh, there you Acts go. 2023. Yeah. There you Sorry. Go. Claire, Claire, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Actually. Not, the, not the literal chapter verse. Look it up. <laughs> Someone, someone emailed me with mm -hmm. what it is. Right. <laughs> but God is good. So we can always have hope that he has a plan. And even, you know, we look around the world and we're like, oh, gosh, things don't look so good sometimes or all the times. But, um, yeah, God's he's, got it. Yeah, he's, he's still there. working and interceding. Mm -hmm. and on, He's always working on our behalf. We forget that. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> we're blessed to, when I started running Alpha years ago, I'm like, I feel like I'm watching God's reality TV show. And I'm just like tuning in each week to, you know, what alpha week we were on and what's going on and just watching him work. Like he's, he's incredible. Yeah. Good director yeah. and producer and editor and <laughs> creator. 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 He's a good creator. Lighting design. <laughs> awesome. Well, mm -hmm. this was a super accidental <laughs> second episode, but. Yeah. Thanks Tina again for just, Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And thanks to uh, our, <laughs> Other co-hosts, Andrew and Liz, for joining us and giving testimony to the good work that the Lord is doing in all of our lives. And until next time. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Proclaim Columbus podcast. And until next time, go and proclaim God's glory.